The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Corey. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter, where today on the podcast, we're going to discuss a little bit about this list that Pro Football Focus had, how many Broncos are on it, and who could potentially be on it in the future. We'll discuss that and, of course, more on the Broncos. But first, our friends over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Stop, skip, and jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on Tap 100 Colorado Distilled Spirits. Chef Andrea Varela, locally sourced, rotating, seasonally fair, is just tremendous. Go on over there. Tap 14 on the web. That's tap14.com. So we talk about the best Broncos. Uh, obviously, Von Miller's name is up there. Chris Harris Jr.'s name is up there. Maybe Philip Lindsay, Emmanuel Sanders. I want to go over this pro football-focused NFL's 50 best players entering 2019 that they just released. They go 1 through 50, all positions, and two Broncos made the list. And as you can imagine, it's the two I just named, Chris Harris Jr., he comes in at number 23, and then Von Miller comes in at number 11. By the way, for those who are wondering, Aaron Donald is number one, Tom Brady is two, and Bobby Wagner, linebacker for the Seahawks, is number three. Kind of interesting, but of course, Pro Football Focus does this based on their grades of play, how they play the position, and basically they're just looking for the highest grades. Uh, my rankings would be look a little different but certainly I want to just consider this for the discussion so Von Miller they say at number 11 as an edge rusher as a edge rusher uh, Miller has now earned a 90 plus overall grade every year in his eight-year NFL career all while playing at least 540 defensive snaps each season also his single season pass rush grades have never dipped below 85.6 and his lowest single run defense grade for his career is 79 However, they do note it is going to be a challenge fighting off Father Time as now Von Miller on the other side of 30. Uh, but he does come in at number 11. And when it comes to defensive players, he is behind Khalil Mack. He is behind Fletcher Cox, Bobby Wagner, and then, of course, as we mentioned, number one in Aaron Donald. When it comes to secondary, though, I thought this was really, really interesting because they do have Stephon Gilmore of the New England Patriots at 14, which is very valid. Stephon Gilmore is a tremendous player in the secondary. And they had Jalen Ramsey at 15, which I have a big problem with. But we'll get to that in a second. Earl Thomas is 18. And I name off these secondary guys like Harrison Smith for the Vikings at 21 because Chris Harris Jr. is number 23. So he comes in corner-wise number three, I believe it was. Uh, but they do have a lot of great things to say. Talking about uh, Mark Chichester from uh, Pro Football Focus. We talk about Mark a lot on the program. says, whichever way you slice it, Harris has been among the very best at his position over the eight years of his career, grading in the top ten among corners in five of those eight seasons, notably finishing 2016 with the elite 90.2. Um, and it was interesting, of course, because everybody talked about Chris Harris Jr. and Kareem Jackson being four and five when it comes to pro football focus in their discussions when they paired them. But you'll notice Kareem Jackson is not on this list. 
which I thought was quite interesting. They do have more towards the back end. Eddie Jackson, a safety at 47. Desmond King at 44, the Chargers cornerback. And Kevin Byard, the Tennessee Titans safety. So only two Broncos make this list. And I'm wondering if we can make an argument for a third. And I think that argument is Kareem Jackson. Because Pro Football Focus had him very highly rated. He had one of his better years as a cover corner, starting all 16 games this most recent season going in. Now, obviously, age is going to play a factor as well, too, as they noted with Von Miller's pro football focus grade and and, and uh, evaluation. And that may be the case, but still playing with a defense that is arguably better here now in Denver than they did have in Houston. And with a mastermind that is pulling the triggers like Vic Fangio... I'm really excited to see what Kareem Jackson does because it really was kind of like Kareem Jackson doing a lot of heavy lifting at a lot of different positions for Houston here. Now he could just he's going to be versatile and flexible, but they're not they're not going to need him to 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 be forced into some awkward situations. Chris Harris Jr is going to cover the best uh, wide receiver that the opponent throws at the Denver Broncos. And that means Kareem Jackson is going to get a little bit of a skill jump on some of these teams. There aren't too many teams that I could think of that have just bona fide one, two top flight wide receivers. There aren't too many of them. Now, the one that comes to mind that Denver will be playing this year, I think is Cleveland with Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry. But outside of that, the Chiefs don't have it anymore. Green Bay certainly doesn't have it. The Rams, 49ers, nothing scaring you here. The Bears, Jags, Titans, these are all guys on the uh, Broncos schedule. There are going to be a lot of opportunities, I think, is the right word. You know, Chris Harris Jr. always talks about his opportunity. I, I don't think just because you're the number one guy and you're covering the best wide receiver, I don't think you're going to get as many opportunities because, again, you're talking about premier talents at the quarterback and wide receiver position. And generally, for the most part, offense beats defense because offense reacts first. But when you're the second cornerback and you're capable of covering ones, but because you already have a one cornerback covering the one wide receiver, now it's kind of this advantage because, again, teams don't have this tremendous depth at wide receiver that most believe. It's very rare when you have a duo like Emmanuel Sanders, Demarius Thomas that the Broncos had a couple years ago where both are putting up 1,000-plus yards, catches in the 70s, 80s, 90s, if not more range, plus a bunch of touchdowns as well, too. It's very rare to have that. And the Denver Broncos are going to have a tantum in the secondary that is going to be very good and get a ton of opportune times. And then again, Bryce Callahan now at slot is what many widely regarded as the best slot cornerback in the league. Many believe that. And and I, I don't know if they really characterize Chris Harris Jr. as a slot corner, even though he plays a lot of it. But Bryce Callahan was tremendous for the Bears. And this hiring of Vic Fangio pays off when it, in, in the case of bringing in Bryce Callahan. And now you have this secondary that is just vaulted. But it was a little surprising to see Kareem Jackson miss this list. 
I don't know if we can make any arguments for Philip Lindsay. Some of the running backs on this list, Saquon Barkley at 43. And look, I know everybody wants to talk about the Saquon, Philip Lindsay comparison. Saquon Barkley had a ridiculous year. Okay. A ridiculous year. Not only running the ball, but receiving the ball as well, too. I mean, the guy was a one-man wrecking crew for the New York Giants. He caught 91 passes. 91! That, I don't know where that ranks when it comes to the NFL, when it comes to most catches for a season. That's top 20. Easily. As a running back. And I get it. They're all little dump-off passes. Fine. But still, 91 carries while rushing for 1,300 yards. Those are LaDainian Tomlinson-type numbers. Remember when LT just absolutely dominated the Broncos? What was it, 21 touchdowns in one year? I mean, the guy is a machine, and Saquon Barkley's kind of got this same mold to him. And make no mistake, whether it's Eli Manning or Daniel Jones, the rookie, they're going to lean a lot on Saquon Barkley, whichever who it is. And Saquon Barkley, very deserving of that number inside the top 50. Alvin Kamara also at the running back position is up here. Uh, You're going to take Alvin Kamara over Philip Lindsay all day, and then it just gets into the elite of the running back. So, look, uh, I I don't know if there's any more arguments to be made um, because this, this Broncos team is still in this transition. They're still transitioning from a bunch of these rookies that are... Got a lot of potential, but potential is exactly it. An unknown future. And I don't know if we could just say, Cortland Sutton's going to be this this tremendous wide receiver. You know, I, I think we've proven enough with Philip Lindsay, but now there's this injury dynamic. I mean, this, this wrist injury is a lot bigger of a deal than people just make on. It's not just a wrist injury. And... Philip Lindsay is going to have to battle through that and prove he can run the ball with with no thought process being plagued by that wrist injury. So, you know, Bradley Chubb still kind of in this good. We've seen him be really good, but but not great. So I think this list is going to look very different when it comes to how many Broncos are on it next year, year after. Because then you're talking about Bradley Chubb. Then you're talking about Philip Lindsay, potentially Cortland Sutton. A lot of people are very high on Cortland Sutton this year because of how he matches up with Joe Flacco and, and what he could potentially be in this offense. But for now, I got it. Von Miller, Chris Harris Jr., fine. And, and honestly, you're probably going to still see them in that list. Denver could have a solid six, seven players in this list in the upcoming future. And that should excite a lot of people. That should excite a lot of people. And you know what? Maybe. Who knows? Depending on how the next year or two breaks out, we may see Drew Locke sooner than usual. We may see Noah Fant break out to this eight, 900-yard, if not more, 10-touchdown machine. There's a lot of young talent on this Broncos team. They're not quite yet there. They're getting there. But there's a lot of young talent on this team that is set to make some serious waves for the Denver Broncos this year season and uh, upcoming as well too. So again, big thanks to our friends over there at Tap14, helping support the podcast. Of course, you can check out uh, my work at 
MileHighSports.com, and of course on Twitter, at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, letter K, radio on Twitter, where, of course, we're always talking about the Broncos, and hey, there's a lot to discuss this offseason. MileHighSports.com. MileHighSports.com for the Broncos Blitz Podcast.